0: Hello and welcome to the Sober Lens Podcast. This is Jim and Joe sharing their stories and life experiences. Sober today for a better tomorrow. This is Life Through the Sober Lens. Hello everyone and welcome to episode four of the Sober Ones Podcast. I'm Jim and I'm here with my sober brother from another mother and fellow co host Joe. Hi Joe. Hi, Jim. Uh before we dive into this episode, I need to congratulate Joe on recently completing his nine month sober. Uh job well done. I know at times it isn't easy, but it's worth it. Your proof it works. <laughs> And anything is possible if you stick with it and stay focused daily.
1: Keep Thank up you, the buddy. good
0: work. Thank you. So in this episode, we're going to talk about redemption and forgiveness and recovery. It's my opinion, you need to forgive yourself first and foremost, then work on letting go of all the bullshit, hurt, and pain you caused others, as well as what they caused you. The number one thing is to mean this: to mean to forgive. We've all done our fair share of crazy shit. And while stories and memories live on forever, you shouldn't have to relive the hurt and pain your antics and addictions caused, yourself or others. Uh, Joe, I know some incidents that we've had and the outcome of those incidents caused us not to speak to each other for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, we waited too long. I was angry at you and it was selfish of me to let it go that long. Uh, I value our friendship too much to let anything stop us from talking again. So to sum it up, life is short. Say sorry. Move on and live the best life you can. No one's going to live it for you. You're in charge of your own destiny. Sometimes people get angry at each other and stay mad for long periods of time. We all know that doesn't do anyone any good. Hell. I've cut some people out of my life and I won't let them back in. Sometimes that has to be done as well. We'll never be on the same level we once were and I don't hold any resentment towards them. I've forgiven them, but I have to move on and I'd rather forgive them than not forgive them. And life's messy. I don't mean to contradict myself by saying forgive and then don't. What I mean is You have to forgive others. But if you feel the relationship is one-sided or not genuine, cut those people loose. It doesn't make you an asshole for doing so. In the long run, it'll probably help you on your journey in recovery. As your journey in recovery is all about you. I'd rather have a handful of people I can depend on than a bunch more that really didn't give a fuck about me in the first place. To me, it's quantity. It's quality over quantity. Did I say that right? Yes. <laughs> um To me, life's like a poker game. You know, if people are showing their cards before the flop, if that's the case, I'm folding and I'm out. You know, you you see people, and they just they want to suck your time, and you know, me 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 me. You have to you have to roll with people that are genuine and have an even playing field you know that that want the best for you and them so an even keel joe do you have any thoughts on the subject
1: yeah yeah so um as you know uh as jim already mentioned uh you know we had a little bit of a falling out a few years ago uh well a long time ago now six seven years ago but um we didn't talk for what almost a year or two i think yeah i I think it was two years yeah and then i
0: i came into your workplace and uh in my head, I, in my head, I said, you know what the hell with this? I said, uh, in my head, I said, it's too short. I've known you for too long and I'm not going to let some little bullshit, you know, drive us away,
1: you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I was, uh, I was so upset over that. I remember, uh, even if I didn't think about it, I was having dreams about you and seeing you and, um, it really affected me at the time, uh, for those two years for sure. Because, you know, you're one of my best friends. You're like a brother to me. Um. So I remember being very affected by that. And uh, I just, you got to forgive, you know, we won't always forget, but you have to forgive uh, as a Christian, as a Catholic, as whatever you are, you know, forgiveness is divine. I mean, I really think that's what sets apart us from the animals and whatever else life forms there are in this universe.
0: I agree. I mean, you have to be able to, sometimes life is hard and everyone gets fired up and angry. And I I absolutely get angry. And I, I, you know, sometimes I just tee off and mm-hmm. you, you, you got to kind of reel it in at times and say, okay, you know, it's, it's good to, I'm not saying hide anger, because to me anger, getting mad and being angry is an emotion. And you shouldn't have to walk on eggshells and hide that. If you're mad, if you're mad, you know, get mad and then let it go. And I, I, I like to reel it in and, and say, okay, you know, why did I do the things I do? Sometimes I don't, but in in recovery, we're all works in progress. So you have to just put your best foot forward and, and keep it moving. And if people don't understand, like I said, out they go. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Out with the old and out with the trash. But, uh... you
0: know, I, I, I have people who, I have nothing against people drinking and I, I hang with people that drink. It's just not for me. Some of my good friends uh, drink as well. And it's they you know, it's, it's not like, Oh, you know, want to want to drink of it. They know I just don't drink. And, you know, since Corona, I haven't really hung out, but I, I'd go to a brewery or whatever and just get a coffee or a water or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I got a uh, water bottle from Hydroflex. Hydro flask, so I'm starting to bring that everywhere. Mm -hmm. And actually, when we had my son's birthday party, a bunch of people showed up with their hydro flasks. And you'll notice too, as you, as people know you're sober, they won't bring you know a bottle of scotch and a thirty rack to your kid's first birthday. (laughs) I I would have, and you know, I did, but that was because it was all about me.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, I have too i um yeah I just i it's it's incredible to be at nine months and thank you for the uh thank you for the great uh shout out and the introduction and the kind words uh i really huh? never, never thought that I could make it this long without drinking i mean, I knew at the time you know 'cause I remember last year at this time I was sober for what two months and then I relapsed and because it was, I said to myself that I could just have a few or whatever. And I couldn't. And and, and as alcoholics and the people that drink know, when you go back to it, it gets even worse. And you, you binge worse than you ever did when you when you hadn't drank for so long. And that's what happened to me. And it affected, you know, my home life and my, my work. And, and I really had to stop because I knew that it was going to get even worse. And uh, correct.
0: And and that you you see we have followers on instagram and i'm i uh I'm on a sober app called Sober time um there's people on there, and they're they always say oh i, I thought I could have just one, and when you're in the boat we're in, there is no just one it's mm-hmm. you know give me ten it's like uh Rodney Dangerfield in back to school <laughs> bring, a, bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes till so someone passes out, then bring one every five like it's it, you know. It's good, good for you for realizing that you, you had to change and switch it up and and start your recovery, and, and get on the right foot.
1: Right.
0: Um, I know that when you relapse, people are coming up to me and saying, "Oh, can you talk to Joe? Can you, can you talk to Joe?" The thing is, you can talk to someone, and we can sit here and do these podcasts. It, the people have to be ready themselves to embrace recovery and sobriety. and and give it a real shot. Mm -hmm. And I want, I want to say to everyone out there, anything is possible and you can do it. You know, a a lot of, a lot of other podcasts, um, I'm going to promote positivity when I can. I'm going to say, you know, you can do it. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes it sucks and sometimes things are bad, but you gotta, you have to have hope and you have to realize that, you know, if today sucks, tomorrow could be better. And you got to, you got to just keep pushing. I have a buddy of mine who reaches out to me daily, uh, Scotty. And he says every day I get a, a message and it says, keep crushing it, keep going, keep doing what you're doing. I'm over a year sober now. I'm actually, today is day 431, I believe. And I, I, I count the days because each, to me, each day matters, you know, you can't have a day two without a day one. And you can't have a day three without day one and day two. So I just keep stacking the days and keep, keep doing it. Like I said, um, I'd love to check out AA. That's not a zoom meeting, like a face-to-face in person AA. Mm-hmm. When eventually when Corona gets lifted and uh, you know, go and, and chat with like-minded people. And you know, is my mother said, AA is basically like a gang of like-minded people that get together and
1: do the fun stuff you, you used to do just without booze, Mm -hmm. you know, she's right. Absolutely. I, uh, I, I've been meaning to go myself. It's just that, you know, that what coincided with my sobriety in my first month, second month, whatever was the, the quarantine. And so I couldn't, you know, go anywhere. Uh, I couldn't even go to church if I wanted. Um, Uh, but. I think uh, I will go soon. You know, my I didn't get my chip officially at a meeting. My mother gave me my nine my nine month chip today. Your mother, gave, uh,
0: your mother gave me my year chip too, and I like that. I like I didn't go, and it was she was like, oh, I got this for you, so yeah. it it meant more to me coming from her. Yeah, you know, than than some, you know, I guess if I if I went and put a year into AA, then they they wouldn't be strangers, but it meant mm-hmm. more a lot coming from her. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Corona. Screwing stuff up. I was supposed to baptize my son uh, mm-hmm. twice. That got pushed and pushed again. And the church was closed. And it's open. And it's closed again. Mm-hmm. But you, things have to. Eventually, we'll get there. And you have to. You know what? What can you do? You got. I understand why things have things were shut down. But and I understand that alcohol became you know, people are home, they're drinking more in their houses. I actually stopped. And and when I I was obviously deep, you know, I wasn't a beginner in sobriety when uh, Corona hit, but I had some months behind me and I didn't want to drink, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously, but things like that, you know, I know the, the pandemic pushed people to the edge that was sober for a long time and they relapsed and, you know, I see it on the, the forums uh, through the sober apps over time. And, you know, God bless the people for getting back on on the road, on the right road and dusting themselves off, mm-hmm. you know, because that takes guts too. It, right. ta- it takes guts to go somewhere and say, hey, you know, I have a problem with alcohol. However you want to define it. I have a pro- if you don't define it at all, I have a problem with alcohol. I'm an alcoholic. I, I don't. I can't drink. However you choose to define yourself, if you slip up, the fact that you get back into gear and you you, you admit to strength. I mean, you know, the, the Sober Time app is kind of like a virtual AA for me, and they've been a big help. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go there and people admit, and they're like, you know, I, I fucked up and I'm, I'm back, and people wish them well. You know, because what else are you going to do? You have to, it takes, it takes courage to admit to someone, okay, I made a mistake.
1: You know, let's, let's just go. Absolutely. And, and there's, you know, there's people that, you know, you will and won't forgive. And obviously you're, you and me are the ones you would forgive, you know, we're, we're so close and such, you know. Such yeah. a group of special bond, but you know we cut a lot of people out, you know, in our lives too, as well. So
0: oh, absolutely, like you said, you know, people that are people that are bad for you have to go. I mean, and it it might take you a while to realize that because they might seem like good people, but they, you know, sometimes they aren't. And absolutely, that's the number one thing, uh, for me that sobriety and recovery teaches you. Okay, like you see this person and you realize. Okay. Maybe they weren't a good person. Mm -hmm. You know, now I see you for who you really are because I don't have shit face glasses on anymore. Right.
1: You know? Yep. I, uh, yeah, I was thinking about all this today. I wanted to, uh, read something that I wrote, um, today. Absolutely. Um, so I went to do my daily Canticle today for those first listeners and people that have never listened before, uh, don't read our blog, uh, So I do a thing, I try to do a thing every day. Um, I hadn't for a few days, but I do a thing called a daily canticle, which is just a fancy word for a prayer or, you know, a godly saying or a devotional, whatever you want to call it. And so today, um, my daily canticle was from uh, the Old Testament, which was the book of Proverbs, uh, which uh, many people and scholars think or even Jewish tradition holds that came from King Solomon because he was King Solomon the Wise um so i i want to say the the quote was a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a difficult time proverbs 17:17. 17, 17. now i that is i believe the new common uh english translation uh for our listeners and for people to read the bible and you know it's not a word-for-word word translation versions. Um, I went through all the different translations, and I thought that was the one that spoke best to our listeners, to myself and to people I would know. Um, but basically, you know, it, it means that, you know, your brother, who could be your best friend, uh, or your brother, who's just your brother, um, I took it to mean that a friend who is a best friend is there, is born those difficult times uh that they're born when your times arise your your difficult times arise and your best friends you know they're your best friends because they're more like a brother or even they are a brother so i just want to read this as i was sitting writing my daily canticle today i was reminded of my enduring friendship with jim we are closer with each other than we are to our own brothers we've been through so many different highs and lows as friends for 20 years i can't believe it's been almost that long We have been through drunken times, losses of family members, losses of jobs, and any other tough life experiences you can think of. But we have also been through the highest of times together. We have seen one another get married, have children, land new jobs, and some amazing musical performances together over the years. But now we have also watched each other go through the toughest journey of our lives, sobriety. It's very cosmic that my favorite drinking buddy is also my strongest sobriety supporter now. They say that the Lord works in mysterious ways, and I've been noticing that more and more now that I'm sober. I'm so lucky to have such an amazing friend and supporter to go on this journey we call life with. As I said in the title, a best friend is more than just a friend. He is a brother. I love you, Skrull.
0: Thank you, brother. Uh, That means a lot. It means a great deal coming from you. And to me, that's what friends and best friends do. They pick each other up in times of need and Lord knows, a few people have literally picked me up off the ground, you know, when I've been at my worst, but it's also, you know, physically and mentally to, to pick someone up. And thank you for that. That means a great deal. You're welcome. And yeah. I, I see on our social media that people are starting to reach out and more and more people are getting involved. They like what we're doing. Like I said, we appreciate the feedback, uh, the criticism. All, all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly. We're here for you as much as we're here for ourselves.
1: You know? I, uh, I, It's funny how, like, I've noticed, as I said, I was noticing things more and more that, you know, you would just not notice when you weren't sober because your brain was always numb or looking for the next, you know, when you're going to get out of work or get home. I used to just want to get home and go to the liquor store and this and that. And, uh, you know, it, you notice these things, these cosmic, uh, accidents, you can call them, but they're, they're definitely from a higher power. And I believe that more and more now that I'm, I'm sober and, you know, Jim knows I've been reading a lot more and getting more spiritual again. And that's why I do these daily chemicals and things like that. And as I do it every day now, I, I see things that, you know, they, they used to say in Sunday school to you when you were a Catholic kid growing up, you know, that, the, the Bible talks to you and you'd say, Oh, you'd be thinking, Oh, I can't wait to get out of here and go out and play football with my friends or something or play hockey, you know, but it's just a bunch of garbage, but it's true when, when you reach a certain age or a certain experience in life and you're changing the, the, the Bible really does speak to you. I mean, there's things that I'm noticing. I'm like, Ooh, I never caught that before. I I've read this passage or I've heard this passage at a Sunday service. And, Why is it speaking to me like this? Why is it touching me in this way? And the last few days, that's been happening quite a bit, uh, especially when I was, you know, the last few Daily Canticles I've written. It's just, it's amazing.
0: So I'll say this too. I I do the nightly affirmation, you know, uh, every night on Instagram for us and for our followers as well. And I, they just spur the moment, I just think of them and kind of draw them out, and map them out. And I wrote one the other day called, I believe it was two days ago, called uh, Retrain Your Brain. That's what you have to do. Being in sobriety, you have to learn to retrain your brain as far as, okay, I can't go out and go to the liquor store and get, you know, a 30 rack and a bottle of scotch. I have to retrain my brain to learn how to move on and live without booze. And that's, you know, I don't even honestly miss it. And it's funny, I I hear all these, again, to uh, go back to people drinking more because of the pandemic, I also see people that are staying sober and staying strong, and that's awesome. You know, it's, I love it. I love reading stories of our followers and our friends that are just like, you know what? I heard you guys, and I'm following the podcast, and I'm not going to drink today. I've had people reach out to me for the nightly affirmation and say, you know, your the, the time you took to make that made made my day and kept me on the right path, and that is what it's all about. It's about looking out for everyone and looking out for yourself. And in turn, as you look out for yourself, you look out for others.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's, it's really great. Absolutely. I uh, I've been, you know, really just... As we go through this journey called sobriety, just things—you know—magical things happen, you know. And I don't say that in a corny way, but you know, happy accidents—you know—great people call them, and um, they speak to you, and so many things that I notice now. It's just—it's amazing, um, you know, because I've been praying lately, which you know I started doing again in the last couple months, and you know I hadn't done that for years, you know, I don't think I ever really since I was a small child with, you know, my mother before bed, you know, prayed, but I, I really do pray in the morning. And I ask, you know, you know, our God, a uh, creator for a good day, a prosperous day, a blessed day and keep me safe, keep my family safe, keep, a, keep my friends safe and, you know, give me a little bit of luck at work if you could. And <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: that, That's the thing with praying. It's, I feel like people only do it when they need to, but when you do it, when you get on a roll and you do it all the time, um, it's it's such a good thing. And it doesn't have to be these long, drawn-out, you know, an hour prayers. You can just say, you know, thank you for the day and keep everyone safe and, you know, keep it moving. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't have to be – there's no set time on prayer. Right. You know, but I feel like you shouldn't have to – people – and I'm guilty of this too. People only pray when they need something. Mm-hmm. You know, oh I need you know, oh I don't know how I'm gonna make rent because of the pandemic. I gotta, you know, I'm I'm gonna pray to God that something comes through. Mm-hmm. It's like why don't we pray to God that you know on the, the days when things are good.
1: Absolutely. You know.
0: So uh, I don't know, I'm gonna kinda wrap this up. You got any shout outs, Joe?
1: Uh, yeah, I, uh, I want to shout out. I have a couple of shout outs. Sure. Um, I'd like to shout out to, um, sober thriving on Instagram. Um, I'd like to shout out to the boss lady on Instagram. Um, sobriety first Lisa Jones on Instagram. They have all been very, very kind and welcoming to me in the, in the community is, and, uh, I know I'm forgetting some others, but those are just off the top of my head. Um, and I'd like to shout out to our good friend Jack, who is not sober, but you know, always thinks about getting sober, and you know, wished us good luck on tonight's episode. Even though he's not sober, we hope that he will be, and we pray for him. And the time is now, you know. Your time is now, Jack, and I think it would be healthier for you as well. And I look forward to that day, but. I know it will come and I'll just keep praying for it. That's all you can do.
0: So, I'd like to shout out Dora from the Soberoso podcast. Dora. Uh, they can be found on Instagram and Facebook at Soberoso. They're doing great things within the sober community. Check them out if you haven't already. I know a lot of our followers probably have. But for those that haven't, it's Soberoso. Uh, as, as always, shout out to Ron for our beats. He can be found at The Key Man One. I can be found at the Sober Lens on all social media. Joe is Sober Lens Joe on Instagram, and our website is musicartsandbrews.com. Check us out there for our blog, Daily Reflections, The Daily Canticle, and show notes. Have a great week, everyone.
1: Bye bye.